You're listening to Living Out Loud. I'm Mary. I'm Bridget. And I'm Monse. And we are Sinners on the Journey to Sainthood. Come road trip with us as we live out loud. Okay, you guys. Well, it's been a long time, but we're finally back. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> So it has been a very long time. Uh, We are well aware of it. (laughs) And um, yeah, so things didn't turn out quite as we had planned. But you know what? It's been so good. And we're so glad to be back here together. Um, So yes, we are back here all together physically now. (laughs) We're all at Franciscan University again. Um, Main campus in good old Steubenville, Ohio. Um, Monse and I just finished our Austria semester this past semester, and we're happy to be back and seeing Bridget again here on main <laughs> <Yeah>. campus. <laughs> well, today, I believe we're, like Mary mentioned, we, Mary and I were both in Austria and Bridget was here and now we're back together. And so we were like, what better way to kick off our <laughs> relaunch of our po- <laughs> podcast, um, by just doing a catch-up. Um, it's been, like, what, like, five-ish months or so uh, since our last episode. And we just think that a lot has happened in those five months. Mm-hmm. And we just want to go over, like like we said, catch-up, but also just um, go over whatever happened and just, yeah, talk about, like, the goodness and the rough parts and yeah anything that happened um because there's definitely a lot (laughs) um so yeah let's get to it (laughs) who would like to begin (laughs) i think we should hear from mary (laughs) (laughs) called out and called on okay well it's great to be back, you guys. And we're actually, this is the first time we're actually recording together all in the same room, yeah. actually. So that's Wild. It's weird to like officially actually be like within touching distance. <laughs> yeah, but it's so great. Um, yeah. So we'll see how this dynamic plays out. Um, let's see. So, uh, yeah, as we've mentioned, uh, I was in Austria last semester. Um, and... Over there, there's so much growth to be had, and I think I went in uh, with the mindset of knowing that. Um, But, you know, you can never fully prepare yourself for the growth that is to come, I feel. Um, But, wow, yeah, the Lord truly, truly blessed me um, last semester with so much growth in so many ways, um, both spiritually and um, just yeah worldly like i i feel so much more of like a grown developed individual <laughs> um after austria in terms of just you know being real with others and um you know trying to balance life things like mm-hmm. for me specifically in this situation it was you know like academics personal life spiritual life and traveling because our school has it um, our schedule set up so that we have like four days of school most weeks, four days of school, and then a three day weekend to go travel, which is awesome that they encourage it. Um, so along with that came um, like struggles of, oh my goodness, like I need to balance this, trying to figure out the balance of 
traveling and uh, also getting homework done because it is studying abroad, not just (laughs) being abroad. Um, But yeah, there was so much growth uh, from that. And yeah, I feel like uh, that was just a great place to learn how to balance in my life. Um, Absolutely have not mastered that yet, but um, definitely grew in that aspect. Um, So yeah, I, I would say last semester... Uh, the word in- encapsulating last semester would be growth, probably. Mm. Um, or one of the words, at least. Kind of hard to narrow it down to one. Um, but yes, yeah, so blessed to be able to travel and see so many different places. Monse and I were able to travel, and we we're also still able to uh, reach out and talk to Bridget every once in a while. So, yeah, that was just really good. Quick question. What was your, since there were many travels, what was, well, actually it'll be like three questions. Um, Mm -hmm. What was your favorite um, country to visit? Mm -hmm. And then what was like one of like (laughs) the memories you made that you feel um, were just like obviously beautiful, but that really inspired something in your heart? Mm. Um, and what was a low of Ooh. the semester? Dang. <laughs> well, I kind of want to start off with the low so that way I don't end on yeah. the low. <laughs> Go for it. But also, what was a low? Let's see. <laughs> oh, man. Um, hmm. Wow. Let's see. So... I guess, I mean, there's, you know, plural highs and lows, you know, um, but I guess one of the lows, which, you know, doesn't sound great, but <laughs> it's the reality of life, you know, like there's not just going to be one low you overcome, but multiple. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what builds strength and character, I guess. But um, one low, I guess, would be like just uh, figuring out how to work communication back home, mm-hmm. um, both to people from my hometown, like in California and like family out on the West coast, which in Austria, that was a nine hour time difference for me. Mm -hmm. And then also just friends back in Steubenville, which is six hours of a difference, um, from Austria. Um, uh, yeah, that was very tricky both because of the time difference, you know, different like places literally, but also just like, you know, your, I don't know, mental states, I guess. <laughs> and also, like, um, what was I going to say? Oh, <laughs> the Wi-Fi out there. <laughs> that was also a very oh, tricky goodness. predicament yeah. in terms of not using cellular data with a certain international plan. Um, and so having to try to find areas where we lived with Wi-Fi good enough to be able to, you know, talk to people back home. Um, so, yeah, that was that was hard, but definitely like I guess showed me the importance of you know trying to keep those relationships and um still uh put effort in those relationships even though you can't physically see them you know um so yeah that was that was something and then let's see favorite country so fun fact after this semester my family came out to Europe and we got to travel for a bit longer together um after my semester was over which was awesome because I didn't have to worry about um academics anymore 
Um, uh, but where was I going with this? Oh, they asked me, like, when they were planning, like, well, Mary, is there a country you want to go to or go back to that you want to show us? And um, basically right away I was like, yes, like, I want to show you guys Poland um, because we had already gone and it was just such a such a great time there. Um, yeah, it was just – there's so many aspects to that country that are just amazing. Um being in the Daughters of Divine Mercy household specifically where St. Faustina is from and stuff, um, we were able to go to the Divine Mercy Shrine. So that was really, really just a great experience. We got to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet at one of like the Nazi concentration camps. Um, so that was just very powerful. And along with that, just other aspects like the history and the buildings, the uh, the main square and the horse-drawn carriages and the cheap food that was so delicious. Um, it was, yeah, it was just a great country. And so I'm so glad I was able to take my family there again. Um, so yeah, Poland is amazing. If you ever have the opportunity to go, highly recommend it. <laughs> um, and then another, what was the other question? Like the good, like spiritual. Yeah, what was like the one... Or um, there were definitely many, but like, what was mm-hmm. one um, memory or instance where mm-hmm. you were like, "This is going to be like," and I mean, the whole experience is going to be in your heart forever. <laughs> but like, something that really like moved your heart. Mm. <clears throat> I, oh, I guess one thing was um, I I was able to go to Medjugorje. Um, which was really cool. And um, basically, yeah, there's like not, it's not church approved yet of like these people having visions of Mary. Um, But we got to meet this couple who hosts pilgrimage at this castle they're building. Like in today's day and age, people are are building this castle. Um, Basically, like, I think it was like a book on Medjugorje or like, yeah, I think it was that converted them and they yeah have a very strong attachment to it and they were very financially blessed so they um were able to start building this castle to host um priests and people on pilgrimage to Medj and that was just really cool um and basically to see the one woman named Nancy is Nancy and Patrick they're awesome awesome couple um who have this castle, um, Nancy just, <laughs> she was amazing. She just seemed like on fire with the whole, like drunk on the Holy Spirit. You might say <laughs> like, um, she was just amazing. I think she's like a Croatian woman. She's kind of got like a smoky, like her <laughs> raspy smoker's voice. And, um, and like, she's this old sweet woman and like, you know, she's, she's got to be loaded, but she actually like, you know, she's, she was wearing this apron and like running around serving people, helping people and just like, just so supportive. And like, I kid you not, like when I was with her and like hearing all these things from her, like that, I just felt we're so inspired by the Holy Spirit. Um, I just thought like, I've never thought someone's going to be a saint more like mm-hmm. when I have met someone than Nancy, like she was just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was just something that was, yeah, I guess really stood out to me of like, this woman has enough money with her husband to be able to like build this, this castle for people. <clears throat> and yet she's like running around serving people in this apron and 
um, she's putting in the work herself, you know. Um, so that was just really, really amazing. And I feel like she was truly just allowing herself to be a vessel of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit to others. And uh, that was very beautiful to see. So, yeah. Mm, good stuff, Mary. Good stuff. Want to go next, Bridget? Sure. <laughs> please, yes. My semester on campus was probably one of my hardest at Franciscan um it did have a lot of good I was able to go to Texas um with um several professors here at Franciscan and I got to present on education related things which was really cool and just um continue to affirm that I am in the right direction with that career path and um yeah it was just really cool to see people that I um look up to in a role um, at this conference and just the fact that like I aspire to be like that one day um, and so that was really cool and then I also got to go on a formative um, tropical marine biology trip to Key West and that was really cool so those were like two highlights of my semester that amidst difficult things um, I was able to like kind of go through the semester um, yeah And I think for me, the most difficult part of the semester was just, honestly, I think feeling burnt out. Mm -hmm. I was taking um, 18 credits, one of which was a master's. I was working two jobs, um, just balancing a boyfriend and friends and just everything else that comes with that. Car problems. Um, I think my my purgatory (laughs) on earth is cars, honestly. (laughs) And so... um, yeah, it was really a time where I had to lean on on Christ and my friends and kind of just surrender all these difficult problems to God and unite my suffering um, with him on the cross. And that was uh, definitely really difficult, but also super rewarding. And coming back into this semester has been just such a gift to um, feel the love and presence of uh, friends and um this the sense of peace that like no matter what happens Jesus is continuing to carry me um and that I'm I'm seen known in love which is really cool mm-hmm. we need some follow-up questions for yeah. Bridget. <laughs> I would also like to know like one of your main like spiritual highlights mm-hmm. of last semester mm-hmm. I'd love to hear that yeah, yeah. I think my my main spiritual highlight would be praying at the cemetery. Mm. Um, I love like praying for the souls in purgatory. Um, I just have had like a lot of death in my life. And so I think that's like something that God mm. has given me as a grace to help others. Mm. And so one of my favorite things to do is go to, um, I think it's Mount Calvary, which is, is the one behind Kroger. Yeah, it's the one behind Kroger. It's a cemetery <laughs> somewhere in Steubenville. And it's a Catholic one. Um, and I would go, I would buy like some roses from the grocery store. And I would just go around with my rosary mm. beads and lay them down on like veterans tombs. Mm. And I just found like this like sense of peace. Um, that was just something that like really connected me to these souls in purgatory. And then also mm. like my relationship with God and that like, you know, my mom always would, would say like, um, offer it up. Like that was anytime Mm. we'd have like a problem and it wasn't like anything major, you know, like not going in for surgery or something, she'd be like, (laughs) offer it up and be like, okay, mom. And so it was things like that where I'm like, wow, I'm like really struggling, but like, I also am so blessed in so many ways. And like, I can offer 
up this rosary for people that really need it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that was a really beautiful gift. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's so awesome. (laughs) What was, like, your favorite memory from this last semester? Ooh. That's a hard one. Something spicy. Yeah. I know. I know. I feel like I need my phone to, like, look back at pictures. (laughs) Isn't that so hard? Yeah. (laughs) I find myself using my phone more as a journal than a journal itself. I, like, look back at pictures, and I'm like, what did I do? It's like, I need to get better at this. (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> oh you know what I got it one of my favorite memories last semester was going down to, down I guess across <laughs> to Pittsburgh um there's which is about 45 minutes from Franciscan and there's this little coffee shop it's called Defer and it's <laughs> okay sorry guys. On voice memos, and one of our good friends, Liz, um, decided to call. So we weren't really sure if this continued, but right, okay, yeah, we're we're good. We're still recording. Yeah. So, anyways, Defer um, is one of my favorite coffee shops. It's in the Strip District of Pittsburgh, and it was really fun. I had a special memory with a friend. Uh, we drove down, or I, I keep wanting to say down. Drove, <laughs> it's okay. We drove across to Pittsburgh, went to Defer, and then we walked to. <laughs> I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but I think it's St. Stanislaus. Oh, yes. Stanislaus. So there was this beautiful, like, Catholic parish, um, and we got to um, just go to Mass, and it was just really, really good. Um, Yeah. I just, I love, love, like, a city like Pittsburgh, because it's Mm -hmm. just, like, so, it's a city, but also it's not as crowded as, like, New York City, or Mm -hmm. I guess that's, like, really, and Boston, Yeah. So I really enjoy Pittsburgh, and it was really a, just a fun memory that I had. Yeah. I think, Good day. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, we, I think we have to do an LOL trip to Pittsburgh. Yes, I'm that down. Be, that would be fun. That it would be, be so super fun. fun. So fun. I don't know why thinking of Pittsburgh, like it's a beautiful city. It, I don't know why it just makes me like think like when you're in Pittsburgh, you're being productive. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just like it motivates me. I don't know if it's because after like taking someone in the hospital, but it's just like we're getting things done, guys. Yeah. I don't know. But it's a beautiful city, and I've heard that there's a lot of good study spots there. So, oh yeah, I we I should would get agree. creative with these episodes. It yeah. would be fun. We could do a little trader field Joe's trip. Run. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we talked mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. So what are y'all doing on Sunday? <laughs> I actually think I might have something going on. Oh, <laughs> going to mass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Maybe you'll find out Monty's big news from last semester. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, uh, speaking of Monty and her last semester, tell us the scoop on Austria. This is my turn. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Mary and I went to Austria, and now we're back, and yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Right. And that was all. Um, yeah. Um, I had been really wanting to go to Austria for, like, ever since I really heard about Franciscan. Um, I remember just, they used to have, like, these journals online mm-hmm. of, like, students going in the past and, like, they'd, like, write, like, journals about it and then, like, they put it on, like, this webpage thing. And I just thought it was the coolest thing and then they had so many videos and stuff and I I feel like I've always had, like, a desire to travel and I always wanted to do it, like, just, like, 
don't know, the idea of, like, going out into the world to places, like, you don't know, um, and just experiencing new cultures, new food, um, yeah, I don't know why that just always seemed so appealing to me, um, and so I really, really wanted to come to do it at some point, um, and so, anywho, so, really cool, because I feel like it starts with, like, when I had been planning on going to Austria, it was going to be my sophomore fall semester, and that didn't end up happening, and I was kind of bummed out, but at the same time, it was like, whatever, so then I was able to go junior fall semester, and it's just so cool how, like, I think one of the big things um, that, like, I realized from um, going, like, this last semester was just how, like, I already, like, everyone knows, like, the Lord has his timing, blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone hears that, right? But, like, I think that this was, like, the first, maybe, it wasn't, I don't know, not the first time. I feel like the Lord has been um, revealing this to me in, like, appointments throughout my life. Um, Like, the first time was probably, where I realized it, at least, was probably, like, the idea of, like, graduating early and then coming to Franciscan. But then also just, like, then, like, going to Austria the semester that I did, um, it was just all, like, yeah, so, so perfect. I couldn't, like, have imagined it at a better time. And, like, I think that goes to show that, like, sometimes when I want something, um, that may not always be, like, the best thing that I need mm. at that moment. Mm. And, like, God, like, knew that I had the desire to go, but, like, he kind of just was, like, you just have to, like, be patient, wait, and trust that, like, you, w- like, I will provide what you, like, need and what you want when you need it and like when I know that it'll be the most fruitful for you which reminds me of that quote where it's it's something like thank you god for when things didn't go my way Mm, yeah 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 Yeah. or the song by Darius Rucker this (laughs) and he talks about like how like if all these different things didn't happen it wouldn't have led him to like his life now Mm. and like you think about that like if you had gone to austria your sophomore fall it would have been such a different experience yeah we wouldn't have roommates it's so crazy because yeah i don't know i think that's i think i may have spoken about this before um like i definitely know how i don't know if i've spoken here about it but um how like there's so many things that like could have happened but didn't happen and if those things that i thought would have happened happened then there are so many friendships that i wouldn't have like one Mm. like Mary, like, if I had gone last, like, last fall, sophomore year, Mary and I wouldn't have randomly been put into as roommates, um, mm-hmm. and, like, who knows if she would have joined EDM, could, I don't know if, like, unless you were still on, like, in that room, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. things like that, or, like, with my ex-ex roommate from, like, freshman year, or, like, just all these things, and then, yeah, so this semester, I think that was, like, such a big thing, was just seeing how, like, the Lord really does have his timing when he knows it's best for you. And, like, even before, like, a certain something happens, like, he is constantly working and leading up to, like, his glory, you know? Like, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. has a reason and a purpose. And, like, even in the waiting, like, he really is, like, uh, mm-hmm. preparing us for, like, eventually what will be heaven, right? Um, and it's just so cool. I feel like that's was just so so evident this last semester um and one of my big things that I really like wanted and also like thought was like what the Lord wanted for this semester was like so we like Mary had explained our weeks were (laughs) Mary (laughs) okay well okay I guess I'll say that first (laughs) 
Mary was like making little eyes and like being like, <laughs> the one thing that I guess happened, well, not I guess, well, something that happened this semester um, was at the very beginning, I met some guy, <laughs> some guy. Um, who is really great, and we started talking, and yada, 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 and then I was like, wow, this guy's, like, really cool, I really think this guy's, like, wow, (laughs) um, and then, anywho, so basically, we started dating, and yeah, that's something that definitely came out of, um, this semester, but also one of the things that I think I saw, like, the Lord's timing, because if it hadn't been this way, it wouldn't have happened, like, we both went to the same school for, two years before Austria and we had never met and I don't think like I mean who knows like if the Lord would have had it happen but like we hadn't met until then and it was so cool because like like I said earlier like everything that God was like doing in our lives was preparing us for the moment that we did meet um and if we hadn't met before I don't think we would have been ready to receive each other in the way that we are able to now um, so that's, like, super cool. Anywho, that, that's something that happened that, like, yes, of course, I didn't want at some point, you know. But the other thing was, um... Before I rudely interrupted. No, 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 that was something that had to be said. <laughs> um, um, the other thing was just that, um, we had, like, the opportunity of, not only did we have, like, four-day school weeks, um, we got to travel on the weekends, but we also got two built-in 10-day breaks, which really were nine days, but anyhow, one was at the beginning of the semester, and that one we got to go wherever we wanted, Um, and then the other one was towards the end, and that was to Roman Assisi for a pilgrimage. Anywho, so the first one at the beginning, um, you could go on a mission trip, you could go to um, like the Israel uh, pilgrimage, or you could really just go wherever you wanted to, and I like thought that going on the pilgrimage to um the holy land would be super cool and you had to like apply to that ahead of time so I think you applied like in the spring or something and like I think I had applied and like I think I got like waitlisted and then I got accepted but like I don't know I just didn't feel at peace with it like it was just like Mm -hmm. something was stirring in my heart I was like I don't want to have plans yet like I don't want to have like anything set like all I know is I'm going to Austria I'm taking classes there and I want whatever the rest to just happen as it comes. Um, and I think the big reason for that, that I wanted it to be that way, was because I just wanted to, like, grow in my trust that, like, I didn't have to have everything planned out ahead of time. Like, whatever the Lord wanted me to see, like, I would see and he would provide a way for that to happen. So I was like, I know obviously the Holy Land would be, like, such an incredible time spiritually um, and, like, would provide a lot of growth, and I can do that at another time, but I just wanted to have the freedom to, like, allow myself to be led wherever, you know? So we, um, yeah, so 10-day was awesome. (laughs) Um, Mary and I did all of 10-day together with a few other people, and we went to France and Spain But I think one of, like, for me, one of the memories that, like, I think impacted me, um, I mean, there's so many, there's so many things, but one of the things that really just, like, shook me (laughs) to the core um, (laughs) was one of the days that we were there in France, it was, there were five, wait, Tito, Hannah, Maisie, Katerina. You and I. And you and I. Yeah, there were six of us. Mm -hmm. Um, We went to Marseille. And we honestly didn't have, like, we never had, like, anything planned out. We just were, like, we're going to get there and figure everything out. Like, you'll 
you know. Anyway, so there were this there was this like national park called the I'm gonna mispronounce it, but it was like the Kalongs National Park, and I don't know. I think national parks in Europe are just a little bit different than in the states because it didn't seem like there was like an entrance or like yeah. a like marked entrance mm-hmm. where you just like drive up and you're like hey. You know? To be fair, we also <laughs> took a ferry there. Yeah. Wow. Well, that but that's the thing though because we couldn't find the entrance before that. Um. <laughs> yeah okay so that's part of the thing so i think that this story goes along with um like my like desire to just go wherever the lord led and just like trust every single step of the way um so this day we were like okay the night before we were like we're gonna go to this park and that was like all we had planned so that night i was like looking at like wait like transportation to get there really honestly couldn't totally figure it out but we we're like let's let's see what happens <laughs> so that morning <laughs> we kind of had a slow start we're walking like <laughs> at least two miles at least i think it might have even been more it was from our airbnb into like town slash the port because marseille is like the south of france and we're just like walking like this is gonna take forever some of us one girl was like in a skirt and like sandals <laughs> and like we were just also not really yes. dressed properly for it. like we didn't know what was gonna yeah, happen i wasn't dressed well for like france but i was dressed well for a national for park. what you were yeah, right because you were so wearing there were two shoes, different right? types of people i think with us yeah, yeah was, it was a big shorts and <laughs> tennis shoes which was a, so smart yeah um so we just had our little backpacks oh and on the way we had stopped at like some like little like market which was like a gas station market <laughs> and we like grabbed random stuff because we were like we're gonna go to this park and we're gonna like eat like picnic <laughs> on the beach like we were like maybe even grab a bottle of wine like make it just nice and fancy yeah. And then we ended up just getting, like, cheese and bread, like, several baguettes. <laughs> and, like, just a bunch of random stuff. And it was great. So we're walking, and then we stopped at a cafe, got some, like, coffee and, like, a croissant. And then we make it to the port. And then we're like, okay. We didn't really know what the name of the, like, ferry was. Um, and so we eventually found it. And we're like, okay. I had kind of looked on the map to see this will take us near the national park. Um, <laughs> so the port that we'd be dropped off at was like still a walks away from the park, but we were just like, there's a lot of transportation like buses. We'll figure it out. Also, mind you, half of us didn't even have service. That's a whole nother thing too. I'm oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so we get on the ferry. It like it picks up like every hour, and we get on the ferry and we're like, oh, we made it to the ferry. It was a fun boat ride i remember at one point we were trying to take like a group photo and like there was like a huge wave. i don't know i was just like flopping around everywhere <laughs> um so anywho so we make it to the port and then we're like okay now what <laughs> we like walk out of the port and we're like looking for a bus stop we find a bus stop and then we just look at like the map and we're like trying to map it all out, looking at the maps on our phones, like, okay, let's just get as nearest to the park as we can, like, let's find a bus that takes us as close to the park as we can, and so we, like, met these people at the bus stop, and um, I thought, like, they might be locals, but they were actually also American, but I think one of the girls lived in Paris, and her and her her family came to visit, and they went to Marseille. And so it was, like, a group of them, and they were talking to us in English, and they knew more where they were going. Huh? They were from, like, L.A. or something. Something, right, yeah. Yeah. Because I think it was the younger one who, like, lived in Paris. I don't even remember. Yeah. 
Yeah. Something, like something like that. Yeah, something like that. Anywho, so then we get to, um, we go on the bus, and we're just like, we're just going, because they were also going to the park, apparently. So we were <laughs> yeah. like, we're just going to get off when they get off. And it was like, it started getting smaller and smaller the, like, farther out we went. And then we literally got off at the last stop, the last stop that, like, that bus went on. And we're like, okay, <laughs> this is where we're going to go. And it's literally, like, a dead-end town. And little did we know until later, that town was known as, like, the edge of the world. What? <laughs> because it just ended there. Do you remember that? I do not. <laughs> no, it was literally known as the edge of the world oh. because it was the last town before, like, the big park. And, like, there's no, like villages within the park or anything mm. so it was just like and it you know how it was, it was super quiet there like mm. so beautiful so so beautiful so we just get dropped off and we're like okay we're gonna <laughs> just walk up to the basement park. yeah we just start going up and <laughs> yeah we, we look we go to like one street and we're like this is so cute but then it was a dead end and so then we were like walking back and then i think it was mary who like noticed like there was a little like stairwell area and we're like, okay, let's just go up. So we go up, and then it's just, like, a huge incline, rocky incline, and we're like, whoa, I'm guessing that's the park. <laughs> so we just, like, walk. Anywho, we're all, like, completely not dressed. So basically, that whole day, we absolutely had no idea of, like, where we were going. But, like, what was so cool is that we kept, like, every step of the way, we kept being, like, amazed at what we saw. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, such a surprise and, like, a gift at the same time. Um... And one of our goals was just to see, like, the, like, French Rivera, so, like, the little inlets of, like, the shore area. And we were, like, we want to, like, cliff jump. Anywho, so that was one of our goals. And we literally... I got them to do it. Yeah, we, we climbed up. It wasn't much of a cliff, but... It was a cliff jump. A little rock jump, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that water was super salty. Like, we turned gray after. Like, (laughs) you could rub off the salt. It was crazy. But no, that day was just so, so beautiful. Because, like, yeah, none of it was planned. We just trusted. We were like, we can do this. Like, whatever we're going to see, we're going to see. And, like, because we don't know what it is, it's definitely going to be beautiful, you know? Yeah. And so that was just such a cool thing because we were able to stay safe and, like, make it and, yeah. Um, mm. That was definitely very long. Sorry, guys. Um, But that was probably one of my, like, mm, yeah. good, good moments. I think that's cool is just you can see, like, how you've – you really have surrendered yourself to Christ. Um, It reminds me of – I think it's – father michael scanlon's book let the fire fall but i guess Mm. in part of the book he like talks about um he's like he goes to um i think it's like like maybe morning adoration and he just talks to jesus and is like okay lord like what do you have planned for me today Mm. and like that's kind of what it made me think of when you're like just talking about just the ways you're like okay lord like what do you have for me this semester Mm -hmm. or in this like this trip um and i i just admire that and like i want to grow in that of just being like, okay, Lord, this is your day, not my day. Mm. Um, and how how are you going to guide that day for me? So Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And honestly, once I, like, I feel like I didn't fully appreciate that situation until you just laid it out like that. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, totally forgot about the Americans on the bus with us until you, mm-hmm. like, brought it back up. And, yeah, that was definitely the Lord providing mm-hmm. for us because, yeah, that's totally, like, yeah, a whole other aspect of traveling is added when you don't have cellular data (laughs) yeah and I was very much throughout the semester very much uh 
not wanting to be another cook in the kitchen, <laughs> um, just letting other people plan. And I don't think I was doing that very consciously of like, oh, I don't want to like crowd them. And like, you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. also be like, oh, can we also fit this in? I feel like that just came from kind of my personality of not really wanting to like plan stuff out anyways and seeing that other people did and like they were driven to like go to certain places whereas I was like I'll just you know surrender that to you guys (laughs) and uh yeah I'll just go with the flow um so yeah um don't quite know where I was going with that part but (laughs) I yeah just want to say like Thank you so much for being that, like, cook in the kitchen and, like, figuring out where we're going to go because that provided us with that experience mm-hmm. of being able to just trust and make a good memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it time for something really cool and fun, Mary? I don't know. Is it Monse? I want to hear your, your version of it. Well, remember... No, I had to do it fresh the second time. I think I have it, though. Okay. It is time. <laughs> it is Insert time. silence. <laughs> so, yes, we have made it to that fun part of the episode, our hot topic. Hot topic. <laughs> Good job, guys. So, uh, for this hot topic... I would like to put into question your thoughts on uh, the drinking age being 21 in the U.S. I feel like uh, with this uh, past semester in Austria where um, basically all of us college students were legal to drink wherever we went, um, coming back here, I feel like some people struggle with that. Thankfully, I'm 21 already, (laughs) so I don't have to worry about it. But um, yeah, I know that's just something that can be hard for people to balance, but also just in general, like for anybody, it's, I feel like a valid question to pose. Um, yeah. How do you feel about being able to be called an adult at 18, but before you turn 21, you can't legally drink? Yeah. I've always been intrigued by like just the different legal ages. Like you think like, Oh, for most States, I guess at 16, you can start driving a car or learning how to drive. And then, yeah, 18, you can uh, register to vote, and you can join the military, and you're considered an adult. But, yeah, it's not until you're 21 that you're legally allowed to drink or buy, like, tobacco products, which I think is is true for across the board. Um, and so, yeah, I just think it's interesting in general. Like, obviously, there's lots of research behind it, but it does – it's always been intriguing to me that, like, something – but, I mean, I guess if you think about it, like, alcohol and drugs impair your your memory. So, I, I can understand why they would argue that you should wait until your brain is, like, more in its... Like fuller development. Yeah, fuller yeah. development. But I guess until now, I really haven't thought about, like, why... But then, if that's the case, like, why would you allow people to decide to, like, vote? Or, like, you know, maybe move on to, like, careers at 18, um if they're not fully developed. I don't know. It's always very intriguing. And I think like mm. these are rules that were kind of, I mean, most of them are rules that have been around for a long time. Um, and where our country started versus where it is now is, is different. So sometimes I think with like those rules and set, um, set like ages, maybe could be re re looked at based mm. off the time we're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good points, Bridget. 
Monse. Mm. Love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> so, like, the question here, <laughs> the question here is, like, whether it is right or not, or, like, our opinion of it, right? Like, being 21, mm-hmm. is that, like, reasonable, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, like, with the point that Bridget made of, like, I the research behind, like, whether your brain has fully developed and how, like, drugs and alcohol can impair that, I definitely think that that is, like, a good reason. Um, I definitely think that drugs, obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but I do think that those should just, like, not be legal, right? Um, whereas, like, alcohol, I think that, um, obviously, if you're abusing alcohol, that's what, like, impairs your brain because... Mm-hmm. Alcohol, I don't think needs to be looked at something bad. Um, it's just the way that it's used, just like many other tools, like social media is not completely terrible. But like if you're using it for a bad reason, like then obviously that's not good. Um, obviously. <laughs> um, anywho, but I think that, yeah, with all the other points that Bridget made that um, you can like vote at 18 and you can like go into the like enlist in the army at 18 and all these other things but you can't drink I feel like that kind of in a way um it just doesn't totally make sense to me um and I think that also having 21 be the age also just kind of makes um like takes away the reason of alcohol um because alcohol should not be something that is just used to partying get drunk and like just like rage you know, but alcohol is rather something that should be enjoyed um, and used as a tool of, like, um, like you don't need alcohol to have conversation, but I do think that, like, I mean, my thought process always is, I remember where I read this, somewhere in class, in, like, a history class was, like, I think, I'm not sure which part of Europe, um, but, like, when all the philosophers would gather together, like, <laughs> people, like, never drink water. It was always wine or, like, alcohol. And I'm not saying that that's what we need to do now, but mm-hmm. I'm saying that, like, a lot of the philosophies we have now <laughs> were, like, created with, like, these people who were just sitting and having, like, super, like, theological, moral conversations that, like, we still, like, um, philosophize over now, um, And I'm not saying that we need to just, like, constantly be drinking. Not at all. But I do think that, like, there is a way and social aspect to having a glass of wine um, and just, like, you and your friends gathering together, like, talking. Um, I think that, like, yeah, when I was in Austria, a lot of my, like, fondest memories were just, like, sipping a glass of wine or beer and just talking. And I don't know, I just felt like it was just such a good time. Like, it didn't have to be, like, you're partying and, like, Mm. getting wasted or anything. It's just, like, something, like, alcohol is something that needs to be taught. And if you're not willing to teach it um, and how to use it and, like, the good purpose of it, um, then I think that it's kind of encouraging people to use it as a bad um, tool um, for many, like, I don't know. I feel like that's, it's almost like a not contradiction but like um yeah I don't know I just think that making the age 21 can sometimes just make uh, like college students just want to do it even more or like make Mm -hmm. them just like abuse the use of alcohol yeah um but yeah I don't know I definitely think that should be taught and it is something that is a gift and good and yeah 
Yeah. Nice. My road. <laughs> hmm. Well, I feel like this is a tricky question that is posed a lot, um, especially by high schoolers, you know, like, <laughs> hey, teacher, what do you think? What do you think? You know, like, do you think we should be able to drink at this age? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I feel like the illegality of it <laughs> makes it more enticing for underage, mm, like enticing. people who are underage here. Um, and yeah, it just kind of uh, draws people almost more to it uh, because, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm such a rebel. Um, and also for its effects, you know, when it's taken in large doses. <laughs> doses. Um, doses. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so I think kind of, yeah, just what you were saying, kind of to combine both of your your thoughts. Um, like, I think we should look into the intentionality of um, mm-hmm. alcohol and like, Mm-hmm. And like the drinking age, um, revisiting mm-hmm. that that law in the U.S. Like, mm-hmm. is it just so like people can drink earlier on, or is it so that we can actually you know assimilate in, it into our culture and like mm. um, have it be you know a culture like where they're t- taught well how to mm-hmm. drink, you know, um, like if that makes sense. Culture. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, the social aspect of alcohol as opposed to, like, I I guess almost the antisocial aspect right. of it, like, at parties yeah, when you kind of just, you're like, get me, you know, I want to just kind of not feel myself right now, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just get me out of where I am, you know. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it. it's a very tricky question. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, intentions should be questioned, I guess, as you know, with most things. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think at one point, kind of going off of you being, saying that it's like enticing, I think when it's looked and like made as something bad, it makes it more enticing to a lot of like youth because a lot of people are just like, oh, I can't, I'm not supposed to do this. I can't do this. Well, I want to do it. <laughs> like, why can't I do it? You know? Yeah. Um, but if like alcohol was seen as something, well, one, if alcohol was used for something good, and seen as something good, it would, I think, naturally be led to be understood as something that is just, like... Normal. Yeah. 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 And accepted, Mm -hmm. as opposed to something, like, devious and rebellious. Right. If you, like, include it within your culture, um, it, it won't, like... It'll just, like, emphasize and elevate things rather than, like, take away... Um, mm, yeah. 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 Anywho... That's definitely a spicy-ish topic, but, like, yeah, we're, mm-hmm. we're here to be real with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Not the app. <laughs> Not the app. It's funny, though, because the app, like, wait, did the app start? I don't even know when the app started, but I remember we were like, what? Be real? And then we were like, we want to be real here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, um, yeah, thanks, guys, for sitting along on our um, coming back episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are sorry it had been so long. It definitely was a lot trickier than we had expected it to be with trying to, like, record episodes while in Austria and, like, have meetings yeah. while, like, complete total time difference. Yeah. Um, Lack of connection. Right. Yeah, that was definitely a tough thing, not having, mm-hmm. like, Wi-Fi, easy access to Wi-Fi everywhere in the place that we lived. Um, yeah. Which sounds so, like, ugh. I want Wi-Fi, but, you know, it's tricky. You want to stay in contact with people that are back home and stuff, so, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for uh, sticking with us, even post hiatus, you know. <laughs> We're very glad to be back. So glad to be back with Bridget and yes. all in person together oh again. Gosh. It's so awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Yeah. And we will see you next episode. Yeah. Oh, about next episode, though. We want to try to do every other Friday. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be expecting from us. Um, A little bit more frequently. Yes. Yeah. We're super excited. Thanks for listening to us. Um Hopefully no more hiatai. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, But yes, thank you guys. And just remember to keep living out loud.